Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nathaniel. <laughs> Hello, I'm Chris. I'm trying to figure out what Nate did. He did, did this whole I don't know. I just I, flamboyant some... flourish as he announced it, like you guys can see him. Uh, and then glitter flew from his fingertips absolutely. and rainbows. It does. Yep. Every time. Uh, we're we're currently hitting getting hit by a tropical depression. Yes, Great. a storm, just like the last recording. But luckily, it didn't come out, so you didn't really hear it. Uh, yeah. But this time, you might be able to hear the thunder and lightning. Well, you'll hear the thunder. <sighs> yes. Sure. <laughs> you know, if lightning hits right outside, you can still hear the lightning, technically. Yeah, you hear the crackle. Yeah. No, thunder is the sound it makes, so technically you're hearing the lightning. No, thunder is different than lightning. Thunder is the sound coming from the lightning. No, no it's, not. it's not. What's thunder, then? you got a computer right there. What? It, no, you're the one who says it's not lightning. I, oh my God. Thunder is not I made because of lightning. So you're telling me thunder isn't made because of lightning. You get thunderstorms without lightning. No, I'm wrong. I, 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 I was about to say, I was like, I don't think that's true. I just assumed because, like... <laughs> Like, I know what causes the sound of thunder. I didn't think it was directly related to lightning. Yes. Cool. I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, like, Me I was like, too. I'm not... Yeah, right? <laughs> Pretty much. No, okay. I like. I actually like when I get called out because I get to learn new shit. I yeah. didn't know that. So That's also like the thing with... You will uh, be hearing the lightning. Oh, yeah. It's just known as thunder. Yep. What Anyways. was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, so that makes it even more... Hmm? So now we can actually go into the truck at work when we hear thunder. You're supposed Before to. Before we had this, only if we saw lightning. No, no, you're supposed yeah. to. If you hear thunder. We were told. You're oh. And now it's only. By who? Now it's in our hands. By who? Well, the head of the safety said, if we hear or see it, get inside. Yeah, if you hear the it. The boss said, she would question if we even saw it. You don't have to see no, it. No, you don't. You have, if you can, uh, where I work. Um, yeah, you guys are in a water. smarter place. Uh, it deals with water, so if we hear thunder, we automatically go, nope. When nope. I do you're play, supposed to give it at least first place minutes. I worked in the county was the same way, because we yeah. were near big metal things. Yeah. If you hear it or see it, get the hell inside. Don't go out until it's gone for at least ten minutes. Uh, no, it's supposed to be around fifteen to thirty minutes. Yeah, something like that. It was. Don't, don't no even strikes. go back outside. No strikes to hear it. until after. Yeah, as long as the, the last one. If you don't see anything or hear anything, don't you can go back outside after a certain amount of time. Yep. Uh, but uh, so yeah, it's fuck that. If she wants to complain, if she gets you, you don't even understand. It. At one time, we were in the truck because we all had the alerts on our watch that there was lightning strike within three miles of us. Yeah, we're in the truck. She comes up. She takes a picture of the truck mm-hmm. and us in it, and the storm's right above us. And then she turns away from the truck and takes a picture of the blue sky that's coming. Ah, yes, I see. And submits both of them against us. I like. Why don't you take a picture of above the truck where all the fucking storm is? Yeah, I would have took. If did you, did you see her take a photo? Yeah, and we all I, took screenshots of all uh, like the, the lightning alerts and the time. I would have took screenshots and I would have took a photo of the truck and while you're in it outside the truck. Well, we the way we were facing was where the blue sky was. No, no, no I know, but like I would have oh, yeah, turned like, around yeah. and took a picture of it. Get out there, take take a picture of her taking a picture of the blue sky video, and just go up yeah. above you and go yeah. And and if she realistically, if you hear thunder and lightning, you get in the truck and she has an issue with it. Well, you the new take it. the new rule is it's up to uh, it's our discretion 
But if we get in a truck, we get yelled at. It's your safety. And if we stay outside, we can get fucking killed. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, I would go in the truck and then. We do. And then go, well, if you have a problem with it, you can pick it up with HR. I'm not. Actually, the other I'm not going person out. in charge there now mm-hmm. isn't even allowed to call us to tell us to get in a truck during a storm. By her words. Not allowed to call you. To yes. tell you. To say, like, there's lightning in the area, get in yeah. a truck. No. It's our discretion. Interesting. That way we can get yelled at and she can't get in trouble. Interesting. That is... Ha. Huh. Bullshit. That is yeah. bullshit. That's one way of doing it, sure. And HR don't give a shit. I know, but... Because they she... came out for their follow-up to the last issue. Yeah. And instead of breaking us off and asking us one at a time if things have changed, we were wholesale. asked in a group. Nobody's going to fucking say anything in a group. Yeah. And then they could write off, I went and everybody said it was fine. Nobody had any complaints. No, you didn't take people off one by one like you did the first time. Yeah. I will just keep a record of it. And she can't exactly say, well, they were hiding in their truck from the thunderstorm. So I'm going to file a, uh, God, I can't remember what it's called. A... Damn it, now I can't think of it. Like, she can't reprimand you for it. I'm still trying to figure out how I thought Thunder and Lightning were totally separate. I don't know. It, it's a, <laughs> to be fair, it's a common thing. I've had multiple people tell me that it's not the same thing. I was like, what are you talking about? I had another person try to tell me that hazel eyes just means that it's a mixture of two colors. Hazel is a color, though. That's what I said. I was like, because we were talking about eye colors. I was like, man, I got to get more people with my eye color and... Everyone had blue eyes at the point at that time. I was like, the guy looks at me and goes, "Well, technically, I have hazel eyes too." I'm like, "You have blue eyes, dog. That's not hazel." He's like, "Hazel just means a mixture of two colors." Like, no, it's not. He's like, "Yes, it is. I know this." And I brought it up on my phone and let him read the whole thing. I was like, "Stupid motherfucker! It is a combination of brown and green." I mean, technically, blue is a combination of two other colors too. If you really, <laughs> no, it's not. It's a prime color. It is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that argument breaks down almost immediately. It's a prime color. You could say brown now for it to actually be accurate. Yes, that's true. But that's uh, a, you should have said something stupid like that. Then. <laughs> I was like, it's not hazel. Hazel is specifically brown and green eyes. Yes, you can have uh, mainly brown eyes with a little bit of green. That's still hazel, though. Anyways, immediately off track, what are we covering today? The Boy in the Box. The Boy in the Box. Yes. Is this my autobiography? No, it's not The Boy in the Closet. It's The Boy in the Box. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to just get going now. You're just going to dive right into it. That's a pretty fucked up story. And I did write a little trigger warning because it involves a little kid. It is called The Boy in the Box. I know. Not a boy could be any age. Like to me, you're a kid, <laughs> still, you know. But I'm not a boy. No, I wouldn't call myself a man either, though. I am a male. Okay. Sure. <laughs> or some people call me a Nate. Okay, so this is an unsolved case. <laughs> um, there's a few theories. Like nothing really ever panned out. It just there was never enough. They say there was never enough evidence to 
to solve it, but I don't right. know. Some of the theories are a little too accurate. <laughs> so Which we'll get into. Yeah. So in 1957, in Fox Chase, Philadelphia, a man was out. And these people are assholes, by the way. Who? You'll hear in a second. Go on. A man was out checking for his muskrat traps, and he came upon a bassinet box. And this makes it, this is important, a type which was sold by J.C. Penney. Mm-hmm. Inside the box, he discovered the naked body of a young boy. And this is where it gets fucked up and people are assholes. The man who discovered the body first was John, I'm going to pronounce this totally wrong, Stachowiak. 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 But he didn't report what he found. What? To the police. Because he was afraid they would take his traps away. His traps are more important than a dead child. Okay? A few days later, a college student, Frank Guthrum, came upon the body. He was driving down the road. He saw a rabbit running into the bushes. Mm-hmm. He knew there were traps in the area, so he pulled over and he followed the rabbit and found the body. He didn't say anything to police. Oh, my God. Until the next day. Oh, God. Because the next day he heard about the disappearance of another child, Mary Jane Barker. Then he went and told the police he found the body of a boy. Two people found found him. One was was afraid his traps would get taken away. One, I don't even fucking know why. He just didn't want to deal with the police. (laughs) Make some pieces of shit. Okay, so when the police came to the scene, they noted that the boy appeared severely malnourished. His hair was kind of butchered off, like it was poorly cropped close to his head, and they think maybe after he died, because there was still clumps of hair on his naked body. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was to hide his identification, like immediately. Oh, yes, because you know? everybody knows if you cut the hair off, that immediately well, back in identify it. 57 they'd have to go through pictures so if if you threw it off enough it might not i maybe or like you know say maybe he had distinctive hair it's chopped off people wouldn't immediately recognize him yeah i can see the logic i think that that might be why i can kind of see the logic in that they could just be just a piece of shit and they thought i'm gonna cut this kid's hair off um there's also they also noticed there's a, a few surgical scars one was on his ankle one was on his groin as well as a scar shaped like an L under his chin. Which scar shaped like means a... he probably fell and hit his chin. Which, if you've ever seen anybody that falls and smashes their chin on shit, I saw it up north a lot because the ice. Yep. It's almost always an L shape for some reason. It's like a straight line or a fucking L. But that's. You guys got a lot of L shaped sharp things up there? Pretty much. No, it's when you smash your chin and it splits that direction. Anyway, that's pretty <laughs> much all there is to the discovery of the body. That's it? Yeah, there wasn't much. Just two assholes. And a little bit of notes they took down. Wow. Well, there's really not much to this story, but it's no, there's not a whole lot to the story because it's it's pretty much at it, we know for a fact that it's still to this day unsolved, unsolved. And actually, surprisingly, they were still looking into it mm-hmm. fucking recently. Which kudos to the cops that did that. Which especially I, the one dude you'll I'll, hear about in one of the theories. I will get into the investigation right now. The police received the report and opened an investigation on February 26, 1957. The dead body's fingerprints were taken 
and the police at first were optimistic that he would soon be identified. However, no one ever came forward with any useful information. The case attracted mass media attention in Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley, and uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer printed four... What? Philadelphia. I don't know why. I don't know why either. The Philadelphia Inquirer printed 400,000 flyers depicting the boys' likeness, which were sent out and posted across the area, and were included with every gas bill in Philadelphia. The crime scene was combed over and over I didn't know about the flyers. Yeah. You know, I should point this out to Mm -hmm. the people, like, listening, that when we do the stories, we split it up. Yep. That way, I don't really know what you're talking about. Yes. So when yes. you're saying I'm learning new shit, yeah. and I tell you I kind my of, parts, the re- like what I'll do is I'll read the end of one of your parts so I know how yeah, ties in I, my I will, section. I will gloss over if I have to, depending on what how mine starts. So how I usually do it is I gloss over your parts and then actually read through my parts. This time I didn't actually do yeah. that. Um, well, and like sometimes it starts off saying something that directly applies, applies to yours, to, so I'll yeah. read the end so I know how to. But I like not it. knowing your stuff, so when you're saying it. You can comment I get on the, it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was about to say. I get like, to learn it, about it, it too. It works out really well for us because we will always put something like our own two cents into some certain points. Uh, because it, it, the, well, I just wanted people to understand when I'm like, oh, I didn't know about the flyers. Then now they know why because we don't we read break each it other. up. Yeah, and then we usually that don't way read we each can kind of we're like, learning at the same time as we're telling the yeah. story. And it does seem it makes it more interesting so we can actually post questions while we're reading them. Yeah, I can't just sit here and just listen. I can sit here in silence and listen if I knew the whole damn story. <laughs> I mean, we could. It wouldn't be that interesting. So I like the way we do it fairly well. Um, so 400 uh, flyers. flyers were with the depiction of the boys' likeness was sent out. Uh, the crime scene was combed over over and again. It was combed over multiple times. Man, we ain't fine shit. 270 police academy Space recruits. Balls. I've watched it, folks. Okay. I know. Okay. We ain't found shit. Man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> uh, the Academy crew, too, discovered a male's a man's blue... Suede uh, shoes. ...cordery cap. What? Blue suede shoes. Oh. <laughs> a child's scarf, a man's white handkerchief with the letter G in the corner. All clues that led nowhere. The police also distributed blah, blah, blah distributed that was a great one though because you knew you were fucking up as it was coming out yeah i saw your face as it just distributed a post-mortem uh photograph wow photograph wow photograph yes i don't know why i kept saying photograph i I don't know photograph of the i would have laughed if you just did it again though it was fucking great (laughs) photograph of the body fully dressed and then a seated position as he may have looked in life. And the hopes yeah, that, that might lead to a clue. Picture. Despite the publicity and sporadic interest throughout the years, the body's identity is still unknown. The case remains unsolved to this day. On March 21st, 2016, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children released a forensic facial reconstruction of the victim and added him into their database. In August 2018... Barbara Ray Venter, the genetic, uh, genetic geologist, genologist, 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 yeah, genologist, like she specializes in genes. Genealogy. Genealogy, correct. I'm good at this game. Gold star. 
<laughs> it's like it's kind of one of the it's kind of similar to uh astronomy and astrology do you know what i mean like they sound very similar but they're two very different things so like genealogist is like ah uh, that could be anything but at least the other two are both still sky related what i sure they're star related not yeah. sky related the sky people talk to me <laughs> wasn't that i hope one day i can go land on a plant <laughs> topical i'm glad nobody will get that joke oh wait, they will i don't know uh they will we'll see uh genealogist who helped to identify the golden state killer using a dna did profile you bring a technique. manga with you i did what what are you uh, gonna read while i was normally doing my part normally no 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 normally <laughs> You'll be on the couch when I get here doing something, and it usually takes you a few minutes before you get over here. So I'll, I'll usually sit here and play Minecraft, but I actually brought the manga because I wanted to read it because it's a neat. Half the time you go and sit on the other end of the couch, the other side, the other part of the couch. Well, I'll sit there for a few minutes. Uh, I'll sit there for a few minutes, but usually I make my way towards here after I print my paper. Oh. And uh, usually over there talking about something or doing something on the computer, and I'll sit here for like a good ten minutes waiting. Because I gotta wait for the erection to go away before I come sit out. I understand. I'm not judging how you work. <laughs> it I'm just sucks saying when it bangs is, on the table. This is how you work, and I brought. This is how we do. <laughs> I brought a manga so I could, you know. Today was pretty ready to go, though. I know we did it pretty fast. Like, I mean, you're always but... pretty quick, so. It's not my fault, right? I have a problem. So this lady uh, tried finding out who the boy was by using the same DNA profiling techniques that she used before. She like said that using the bones. same method to try to identifying <laughs> the body of the box. Uh, <laughs> she went all shamming. Amateur, amateur groups that use online databases such as the Doe Network and the Web Sleuths have also tried to solve this identity. But yet, none have been Nobody successful. Can do it. This was only three years ago that she tried. I'm thinking... We're not going to do a commercial We're break. Yeah. Because this is just too small of a story. It really is. I'm not going to make people listen to a commercial. you got to add some because I didn't start it. I gotcha. Um, so we're just going to keep going. Yeah, we'll just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about some theories of yeah. who pe what people think of this. Um. Yeah, there's two major theories. I think you covered the... A little bit on the other ones, because I didn't really get into the other ones. I grabbed the other ones, just if we wanted to kind of cover it. Okay. Uh, but I, we'll see. Okay, so one of the two theories... Well, there's two that were most likely. There's a multiple theories. A lot of them were just thrown away right away. Yeah. But two most... What the fuck's the word? Most plausible theories. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of them was the foster home theory. There was a foster home located about one and a half miles from where the body was found. The boy was found, I should say. Not pretty much just the body. This theory comes from a medical examiner, Remington Bristow. He actually pursued the case until 1993 when he passed away. Ooh. That's pretty yeah. badass of him to not give up. Um, the theory is, and this came out in a, he came up with it in 1960, so... Three years? Three yeah, years after the about crime. three years after the actual incident. He contacted a New Jersey psychic 
who told him look for a home that I, matched the foster home. I remember reading about this part. And when she was brought several years ago to Philadelphia, she actually led him directly to the foster home. Yep. Now he um, eventually he I don't know if it does say the time frame for when he went found the place and when he attended this, but he attended an estate sale at the foster home. <clears throat> And he discovered a bassinet similar to the one that would have been in that J.C. Penny box. That's why J.C. Penny's important. Right. They specifically sold this type. This specific bassinet. You know, and then the, obviously the box was where the boy was found. He also saw blankets hanging on a clothesline that matched the blanket the boy, the boy was wrapped in. So that's mm. a little. Yeah. So, and then his so his theory is basically that the stepdaughter of the man who ran. The foster home had given birth to the boy, and that the death may have been accidental. And instead of reporting it, they hid it. They hid it because they didn't want her to be exposed as an unwed mother, which is kind of a big deal back in the day. Oh, this is the 50s, yes. Yeah. So, it gets more fucked up now. Ah, yes. My favorite part. First, they were never able to tie the boy's death definitively to the foster home. Did they, excuse me, did they ever determine... The cause of death of the boy? I don't remember Not reading the, that. No, I didn't see it anywhere. I It's just a missing body. He was malnourished. He was malnourished, but this what? shows some signs of abuse. But the, the one theory does give a reason, but they don't have a reason listed that I saw. So here's where it gets fucking weird, though. Ready? Okay. In 1998, a group of retired policemen and profilers known as... I'm not even going to try and pronounce this. No, do it. Vidoc. Oh, okay. V-I-D-O-C-Q. Vidoc? Yeah. Is it an acronym? When I looked it up, it just said the Vidoc Society. That's weird. So it's a group of retired policemen and profilers. And the police lieutenant, Tom Augustine, all together, you know, they were still working on this shit. Mm -hmm. They interviewed the man who ran the foster home and his stepdaughter, who's also now his wife. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I found out what was the cause of death. What was it? Uh, blunt force trauma. Okay. Homicide by blunt force trauma. Yeah. That just makes it kind of fucking worse. It is. Unfortunately. <laughs> Here comes so, the thunder. After the interview, the theory and that investigation line was closed. Mm-hmm. So they must have gotten something from the interview. I don't know. Maybe they got blood DNA didn't match. That'd be the easiest way. Yeah. Match the stepdaughter's. Wife, the stepdaughter wife's blood to the child's. Obviously, it wasn't hers. If what? they did you get DNA, you think it was maybe his? Well, they did get DNA, so they'd easily be able to rule them out in '98. Yeah, they actually exhumed the boy's body and took DNA from the uh, enamel of his teeth. Oh, and they don't, and they they didn't match the woman. No, so it's not hers. That's weird. I would have thought maybe it yeah. was hers. Huh. And that that's pretty much that whole theory. With that, I mean, that's a pretty damn plausible one until you don't know what happened in that interview at the end, though. Yeah. Because everything else is like they had the bass in that box. They had the fucking blankets. They had, okay, maybe the blankets were from JCPenney, too, and someone else bought the similar bass in that and the blanket. And, but who knows? Your theory is actually yeah, I really fucking, I'm like, holy shit, how did they not do this, arrest this, anybody this in this one? This theory is weird. Just also, because a couple people are like, oh, I'm no. also reading some more right now. 
I uh, saw that. Yeah, he might have been drowned. Or someone might have attempted to drown him. That's in your theory. Is it? I believe. Probably. So my theory. Um, another theory was brought forth in February 2020. Nope. In February 2002. So 2002. By a woman identified only as Martha. Or M. Or M. Considered Martha's story to be plausible, but were troubled by her testimony, as she had a history of mental illness. Why would he be troubled by her testimony? It's a testimony. I know. Being a dick. I, I didn't fuck this one up. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> history of mental illness. M claimed that her abusive mother had purchased the unknown boy, whose name was Jonathan, from his birth parents. In the summer of 1954, subsequently, the boy was subjected to extreme physical and sexual abuse for two be- uh, for two and a half years. One evening at dinner, the boy vomited up his meal of baked beans and was given a severe beating with his head slammed against the floor until he was semi-conscious. Yeah. He was given a bath during which he died. See? Yes, I see. This makes it plausible. Oh, wait, this is... Huh. Wait. He died in the bath. He... No, 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 I get that. If they banged his head on the floor, he had a concussion or something, right, right, right. Tub they... and they walk away. Okay, 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 okay. But that's not what I mean. Will your body still be wrinkled if you die? If, if... Put it this way. If, if she was banging the shit out of his head off the floor and put him in a bath, do you think she stayed there and watched him to make sure he bathed clean and proper? No, no, that's not what I'm asking. My question is, when rigor mortis sets in and you are wrinkled at the time, will your wrinkles stay? Because they said they found his hands and feet wrinkled I believe, when they found the body, which was at least I believe the moment three days later. I believe when you die that the wrinkles will stay. So your it, body stops. So right, right, right. Juvenating at that point, it takes a few hours before rigor mortis sets in. Yeah, but so, I don't think rigor mortis has anything to do with it. I think once your your heart stops pumping the blood down there, but your skin tightens is what I'm saying. When rigor mortis happens, I'm pretty sure your skin gets tightened. I no, could it's be just wrong. your muscles and joints. I think it might be. You might be wrong. Um, so it is possible that your fingers and feet would still be wrinkled because yeah, that wouldn't happen. I don't. I don't think that would happen after he was dead. No, that's yes. So I that's think what I was, I'm not questioning. Once you die, if, I think the blood flow. I'm not questioning what, this theory. I'm questioning if just by being in the water and then dying. I think I read you, this whole theory about why your fingers do that. And I don't even know why the fuck it does it. Yeah, I have no idea. One of the theories was like it's supposed to give you more traction if you're stuck in the water. The grip thing is to climb out. <laughs> sure. Uh, he was giving Turn a bathroom. Good year tires. So can... These t- details match information known only to the police. As the coroner had found that the boy's stomach contained the remains of baked beans and that his fingers were water wrinkled. I didn't know they called water wrinkled. Um, M's mother cut the boy's distinctive long hair, uh, accounting for the unprofessional haircut which police noted in their initial investigations in an effort to conceal his identity. M, mother's, M's mother's forced M to assist her in dumping the boy's body in the Fox Chase area. Uh, M said that as they were preparing to remove the boy's body from the trunk of the car, 
a passing male motorist pulled alongside to inquire whether they needed help and was ordered to stand in front of the car's license plate to shield it from the view while the mother convinced the would-be good Samaritan that there was no problem. The man eventually drove off. The story uh, corroborated uh, confidential corroborated confidential testimony given by a male witness in 1957 who said that the body had been placed in a box previously discovering at the scene previously discarded at the scene um in spite of the outward plausibility of m's uh, confession police were unable to verify her story neighbors who had access to m's house during this uh, stated time period denied that there had been a young boy living there and dismissed M's claims as ridiculous. But it's still weird. Because she did have the a lot boy of... boy could have been hidden when they were there. Right, no. That's the not attic, the weird part. Basement. There's so many Everything ways... Everything else adds up. Because if it... It sounds like the boy was more of a servant than an actual person. Yeah. They treated him more as, like, just a thing. It's still wild that people used to buy children. To me. I think it's the weirdest thing is you used to be able to mail children. Yeah. That's kind of fucking weird. Yeah. Okay, so... There's a lot of weird I don't know, that theory is actually pretty plausible to me. It's extremely plausible because she knew things that other people didn't she know. She knew things that only the police knew. Yeah. it That's a wild fucking guess, by the way. Baked beans. It's a just, wild one. Just the fact that she knew anything. That, like, even the testimony the other guy gave, she knew. Yeah. Uh, how would somebody know this if they weren't directly involved... But the thing is, on top of that, I, the guy who did see the car, like there was a person who said that they, he did see a car on the side of the road and he went to ask if they needed help. So, does that mean, like, that's that's putting them at least at the scene of the crime. Not the scene, but it puts them out there. It might not be the same women. Yeah. But it, it's weird. You would you add something else? Uh, I just have to. Oh, do you want to cover that and then I'll do the other? Were there any? Eh, I wouldn't worry about those ones. Okay. Okay, so, uh. Did you want to do one I joked about? <laughs> the boy was originally buried in, like, a. a potter's field. Yeah. In 98, his body was exhumed for the purpose of extracting the DNA, which I mentioned it. The enamel was taken off his teeth. Yep. He was reburied in an actual cemetery this time. Um, a plot, uh, I believe, I don't remember who did it. They don't, someone donated a large plot, I believe, that cemetery for him. Coffin, headstone, everything was donated by the son of the man who had buried the boy the, the first time. Really? Yep. Uh, there's a large headstone. That was put in place with the words "America's Unknown Child," and to this day, city residents keep the grave decorated. It's kind flowers, of like stuffed animals, or things that. Is it supposed to be kind of similar to the Unknown Soldier tomb type thing? Oh, it sounds like they're kind of treating it like that. A bit, yeah. But I don't know, it's interesting that they're still taking care of it. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool, and, and they, it's they nice. They got him out of the the poor man's burial plot, basically. The you know, it was just in a field. Well, Potter's Field is where they bury, like, John Doe's, Jane Doe's, people don't know, people that can't afford oh, plots. Oh, I see. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, 
Did you know they actually... Uh, the first unknown soldier was actually identified. I heard something about that. Actually, I think the first three were identified. And there was like one left that they couldn't identify or something? Uh, no, it was a different unknown soldier. So the first unknown soldier was in... Like, ah, oh, shit, we gotta get another one. I think it was during World War One was the first unknown soldier tomb. Uh, Dang, you guys ruined it. I don't we think there's anybody one. in the unknown soldier's tomb right now, right now, actually. I don't know. I, I don't know. I still heavily guarded, and so yeah, I saw what happens if you stand in their way. <laughs> do not. They fucking level do you. Do <laughs> not get in the way of the guards of the unknown soldiers too, or the fucking uh, royal palace guards. Yes, or I've seen them too. Any they'll let of... you go up and tease them and joke with them, but if you get in their way if when you... they're marching, they will fuck you up. Uh, if you get in your way, and I don't think that you're allowed to touch them. I've seen them where they, some of them will kind of let you yeah. a little it bit. Is, it is also up to them. Yeah, <laughs> but I did see, like, the guy is sitting there, and, like, people are laughing and joking and doing funny, goofy poses with him, and they're just yeah. sitting there taking I did see one, like, scream and, like, mm-hmm. startle the person. But then when they were marching, someone got in their way, and they just draw the gun straight on a person. Like, Get out of the way now! Assuming they don't like, just holy shit. over. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that, too. They just walk into you. They just fucking push you out of the way. But, yeah, they, they, they drew that gun so fucking quick. It's like... You can sit there and tease them and fuck with them and everything, but just is don't the, stop them from their duty. Is it an L80 they have? I think it's an L80. It's a nice gun. I don't know. It's a good gun. But anyway, that is the kind of shitty story of the... The boy in the boy box. in the box. Unknown boy still to this day. Yeah. We we have no idea who he was. Is Hopefully it? someday they figure it out. It's, I mean, that second theory just... She knew too much. Yeah. But then, because a couple people said, oh, no, she didn't have any boys in her house. Oh, okay, let's throw it out. It's the SA-80. Close. Um, I know you don't give a shit. boom stick. It's a bullpup. It's a boom stick. It's a bullpup. It's still a stick that shoots bullets. It's a boom stick. Yeah. I think we should go to war with the shark sticks. Shark sticks? Oh, you're talking about the ones like... One shotgun shell in the end to poke the shark with if they get too close? That's it. We should all go to war with them like jousting. Right, fucking emu was yeah, bang right through her chest, blow a hole in her chest. Yeah, got one. Pull another stick out. That would be funny. That's it. That's how um, war should be fought from now on. Yeah. Would be interesting. Yeah, I'd go. I'd watch. I'd watch. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be rough. You know, they used to have like a like a gladiator arena again. They're just riding ostriches and emus. People and just losing jousting. giant holes in their bodies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is. It is a kind of messed up story we don't know how he died we don't know where he came from we don't know who he, he is. is we know nothing that or we do know how he died I, I, yeah we we do know we do know what his last meal was yep baked beans what would be your last meal if you knew you were gonna die how was i gonna get killed hmm? how would i get killed oh i see how you get killed determines... electrocuted Say I'm getting an electric chair. I'd ask for baked potatoes, and I would just eat the foil. <laughs> I don't think they do electric chair. Um, the way I glow. <laughs> I want uranium rocks. Yeah. I want, oh, I want something that's going to really make an impact on this. Or get something that makes you extremely gassy. <laughs> so whenever you die. I don't know what my last meal would be. Probably be like fucking tacos or something. Tacos? I love tacos. Tacos are like lo mein. That would something be a good I'd last like. meal. Ta- tacos. Something I... like. Fucking bring me some hibachi. Something good. Ooh, some sushi. 
Yeah, oh, and yeah, cheesecake. yeah. Sushi, yeah. Sushi would good. be a good last meal. Because it's it's fucking, it won't fill you up unless you eat a lot Just of bring sushi. Bring me some sushi and bring me some hibachi and a taco on the side or two. What about two. edamame? Yeah. I don't know if I've had that. You've never had edamame? It's pretty good. If you like, like, If beans. you like pina colada. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. I think this one's you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a picture of me. Yep. Sure is. <laughs> Why are you naked again? I always am. All right. If anybody wants to contact us, you can reach us by email, Twitter, or Instagram. Our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Twitter's at arcanumobscura. And Instagram's Arcanum Obscura Podcast. As always, if you like what you hear, follow, rate, follow, rate, review, you know, let people know. Share. Word of mouth. I don't like mouth. Write it on your prison wall in your own feces. <laughs> Something. Scratch it in the bathroom stalls. If you're looking for a good time, go to Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> Arcanum I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Looking for a good time. Put the URL in it. My favorite one I've ever seen written in a bathroom was it just said, I've always wanted to, to deface a, like, a bathroom wall. A public wall. Yeah, Weird. something like that. That is insane. Man, public. I always wanted to do this. Well, you lived out your it's dream, buddy. I hope you're happy. You just hear a shotgun go off. Jesus Christ. All right. Fucking yikes. Anyways, I hope you have a good day. And that one, yeah, that one was kind of short. It was actually short. a really short one. Yeah. But, but yeah. we're actually going to start recording some mini-sodes for days when we're unavailable to record for mm -hmm. one reason or another. So there'll definitely still be stuff up. It'll just be short. It'll be one person telling a story. And... Yeah, they're commenting. Yes, like our old style. Yep. Anyways. Anyways. Have a great day. Goodbye. Goodbye.